0: So, Mac and Stu here, uh, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. And not only will we get some wisdom nuggets, but guess you guys are in for a big treat this week. If we're lucky, we'll even get Stu to maybe share his maestro margarita recipe with us. What do you think, Stu?
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, Mac. <laughs> Good to see you. Yeah.
0: Good to see you. <laughs>
1: we're going to go before we get to my margarita recipe, we're going to go pretty roguish today as we go to the heart of the matter on how hard it is to look at something differently given our biases.
0: Oh, there we go. Going to be fun. That'll be great.
1: Oh, for sure. So I have had experiences in my life where I say this phrase, now I know. And I can't unknow it it anymore because now I know. (laughs) So and that came from new information that I allowed to enter my mind, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions. That sometimes that my biases had been blocking, quite honestly. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So what do you do with that? If I didn't know it and now I know it, do I like it?
0: Now <laughs> that's gotta run into the grid if I didn't
1: know it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I know it. Maybe I don't like it. And then that's when you hear the words, "Ah, oh, now I know I can't unknow this. That's it. Yep. Maybe I'm intrigued. Maybe I want to explore it more. So when we look at these that this happening with your biases, I know for me, the way I decide. How it's going to impact me is on where the information came from Mm -hmm. if it's from a person do I trust this person if it's from a source do I trust this source that's how it works for me I'm very relational and and I get a lot of information from people because as you know Mac
0: my antennas Mm -hmm. are always up (laughs) absolutely that's what I love about you well you know yes and uh, you know it, it biases are kind of at, it, like you said earlier at, they're, they're at the heart of the matter that a lot of what we're going to talk about throughout this whole podcast is going to be the degree to which we're open minded mm-hmm. now, now that doesn't it doesn't have to be the case you know a, a lot of people can say well I'm I'm fine exactly with the way life is and and and, and I don't you know I don't need to be open minded about anything new and and you know what I respect that that's fine, but what I'll challenge someone, if you're out there and that's the way you're responding to what we're saying right now, here's here's going to be my challenge to you. Okay, but here's the thing. Do you think it might not be worthwhile to help understand other people's biases and where they're coming from and why they think the way they think? And there's where we're going with this, you know? Interesting.
1: So... To take so what you're saying is I should take the onus off of me maybe for a moment and think about how it impacts somebody else or how somebody how can I relate to somebody else a little bit better how can I do life better and when you say do life better it's with people right we're not here alone
0: so this is we're just we're all about the relational aspect of it and that's that's where I think wisdom can come into the equation that says. You know, if we can apply some wisdom, it's gonna it's gonna have all kinds of effects all the way across the spectrum relationally, at all. And so, you know, I, I think I think we're all included in this discussion, whether or not um, you are looking for something different, or maybe you're just fine with exactly the way things are. You know, that's okay, and, and we're not we're not trying to bash that by any means. But in general, our biases you know, help create some stability in our life. And, and those are good. We're not saying biases are bad. Let us just right, come right up front. They're not. It, 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 in certain regard, they're not. We, we need to not have chaos constantly and we can't count on anything and we can't have a point of view. Of course we do. We need that, right? But also to just understand that they can get in the way as well. And we're going to talk about some of the ways today that those biases do get in the way that hopefully they can, once we shed some of that, we can help do it a little bit better.
1: Well, I, for one, am certainly looking forward to learning a little bit more about myself. (laughs) You sure?
0: (laughs) I say this now. We'll
1: see how it goes. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Okay. Um, And see, I think the other thing, um, we have conversations about this all, all the time, that when it comes to our biases, we tend to gravitate to certainty. So I have a particular bias and I have it because I'm certain about it. And certain things I think we can be certain about, but at the same time, maybe just holding that certainty a little bit lighter and maybe striving for some clarity. Mm -hmm. Let's not hold so tight to the certain end of it, but let's just try to get as much clarity as we can and understanding other people and their biases as well as ourselves and our biases is certainly going to help in that regard, Mm -hmm. you know, without a doubt. So, you know, a, a little shift there kind of in your paradigm. Get off the certainty as much and try to go a little bit more to clarity, I think is going to help. So that's kind of one of our takeaways for today, okay? Um, and then we're going to talk about some of these biases, but we, uh, we're we summarizing a little bit, and this is common knowledge to a, to a certain extent for sure. You know, we're not making any of this stuff up brand new, but some of the places that we took some of what we're going to talk about today is from... A podcast that was given by the Center of, of uh, Action and Contemplation, Richard Rohr and Brian mcLaren were doing one, and we 're going to put the link to that podcast out on the site and If you want to get into more depth and you want to listen to what they have to say it, it, it sounds like it might be kind of a little religiosity kind of thing, but it 's really not they has, they have some great perspective that I learned a lot from as well you know, and it, it wasn 't just a, a, a religious type talk by any means, so don 't let that put you off, okay. Um, so with that, we're just going to jump right into, and we're going to summarize. We won't go through all of them that they talked about, uh, but I think there's some ones that I, I think are really important that that kind of maybe speak to the greater uh, essence of biases maybe than some of the others. So we're just going to start out with with number one, and that's called the confirmation bias, right? that That we are more in tune when we hear things that confirm what we already think and what we already know and what we already agree to We're gonna we're gonna lean into that Regardless more than if something is not that way, right? Oh for sure. Yeah, yeah so You know we all we we all have our stories on that, right? I know you do.
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. so I uh, when I first heard this bias I immediately thought of a family member of mine who has biases from their life, and so i'm always in my life looking to explore uh, I've been very involved in personal growth because that's who i am and i'm I'm interested in learning more about me and how I can do life better with other people and so that came through a lot of personal growth workshops seminars books mm-hmm. So I had come across this book that impacted my life tremendously and I sent it to my family member and I thought, wow, this is going to be, this is going to be life changing, right? Life changing. Yeah. If they just read it, it might open their mind to some other thoughts that they may not have had their entire life. And this person's older than me, so they've Mm -hmm. had a lot more life than I have currently. So when I sent the book and they opened it and they read the cover I immediately got a phone call, and the phone call went, kind of went like this. So, Stu, actually, they called me John. So, Stu, is this a self help book? Is this a personal growth book? And I said, Yeah, it's. Isn't it cool? It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is, <laughs> I was excited. This is the best. <laughs> yeah. this, this book changed my life and gave me some interesting perspectives. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Well, I'm not reading it. Well, okay, why not? And I quote: mm. "I like my issues just
0: the way they are."
1: <laughs> I
0: remember <laughs> you telling me that story the first time. And I, I if you could have seen laughing. my face,
1: my eyebrows went up. I looked up to the sky and I was like, "Huh? I don't, I don't have any response to that." <laughs> yeah, what do you That's, do with that?
0: <laughs> yeah, you are happy with. Your issues, just the just way they the way are. They right? are. And know, that's okay. That's the point. I think that's the point, okay? That, that yes, it is okay, all right? and But, but here's what I'll say. Yes, it's okay, but I'm going to put a but on the end of it because I'm going to say that, again, what we talked about a little earlier, you may be perfectly happy with all your own issues just the way they are, but do you think that it might be worthwhile to learn how... Other people's issues affect them, you know? So let me be a wise
1: guy for a second. Yeah. All right? Okay. So when you ask this question, my question back to you is, why will you not explore this? Mm -hmm. What's keeping you from looking beyond what will happen for you if you discover other things about yourself?
0: Right. Well, you know, and and again, we've been there a lot over the years, for sure, because, um, you know, of our journey um, and all the changes that have taken place in both of our lives. And we've been willing to swim against the current and, and, and not think like the herd. And those are painful sometimes. Is that why
1: you're dubbed the Maverick?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that might be part of the moniker, okay? Yeah, you know, going off the reservation, man, going rogue. I mean, that's what we're all about, isn't it? And you know, it, the, the, there's all kinds of things that come with that with that, that, with that inability to be able to look beyond what's comfortable, what confirms, what's comfortable, what just, you just, you, you don't need to get upset. You don't need to be uneasy about anything because life in, in the general respect is just busy enough. It's crazy enough. It's hard enough. And, and yet it's hard for us to see that if we will be willing to go there, and to explore, then a lot of that other stuff that's kind of holding us back, that's holding us down, that we're fearful of will start to go away. It'll start to start to take care of itself. But it's that initial openness to be willing to even entertain, you know, something, something new that that's, doesn't confirm our bias, right? So it's a challenge. There's no doubt about it. But the big, again, the biggest message to send here is, it can hold us back from being able to grow and do it better when we're hung up on our current information biases. I think there's the crux there's to the, the point, you know? So something
1: to pay attention to is possibly being uncomfortable <laughs> in how oh, you feel, that. right? Your emotions, yeah. your thoughts. There may be confusion. And we, Mac and I look at this differently than many people. We, we celebrate it's exactly these true. feelings. Now, it doesn't mean that they feel fantastic all the time, but we're willing to take a look and push through. And when I, I know when I first heard these biases, my biases were kicking in as <laughs> I was listening that. to the biases, yeah. which was keeping me from hearing the biases. So I had to go back and listen to it again. <laughs> Make
0: my head swim. Full, right full now, disclosure. Stu. Come on, Stu. Come on, you're on, you're on, my, uh, but it's still true. It, it really is that it all works together and it's not isolated in one particular place or or, or, uh, in your imagination or, you know, it it just, you can't isolate all this stuff from everything else. It just doesn't work that way. We like to think we can, but we can't, you know. Uh, And to, to your point, one of the reasons why we continue to walk around with our antennas up and to take things new is because we've seen the benefit of coming out on the other side. As we go to the other side, and we're going, oh my gosh, I never knew, and it wasn't, oh my gosh, I never knew. It was, oh my gosh, I, whoa, okay, I'm all over that, right? And and we've seen the joy of that that we can and relationally and just in our own personal lives. You and know? what ends up happening
1: is it's act, it's actually easier to go yeah. about it that way than to kick and scream and fight.
0: That's is that so ironic, but it's true.
1: So. Here's, uh, (laughs) so when I spent a year in Costa Rica, I did a lot of surfing, and there's a a life analogy I learned through surfing, and if you know a little bit about surfing, you have to swim out beyond the waves to be able to catch a wave to come in, Mm -hmm. right? So as you're swimming, you may see that a a surfer will grab the board, put his body next to it, and when a wave comes, will dive into the wave and come out the other end, right? Right new surfers you will see go out there. They see the wave coming. They're trying to swim up it or they're turning away. The wave hits them. They get clobbered and boom, 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 boom. They're back on the shore. Oops. Right? Yeah. So I look at I look at this um, just getting out beyond the waves yeah. kind of like what we're talking about here. Right. When you just dive straight in, you come out smoothly on the other side and it's if that wave mm-hmm. was, was not even there. Right. But if you try to run from it, or even turn sideways and try to run with it, gotcha. you get clobbered and tumbled. Great analogy. And you end up way back where you started.
0: Yeah, great analogy. you <laughs> further behind. Further no, behind. No. So that's awesome. Great analogy. I love that. All right. So then we'll move on to one um, that it's it's this idea, uh, you know, k- keep it simple, stupid, right? That That we tend to embrace simple, you know, Either lies or maybe even half truths, we can call them. Maybe not complete truths because they're simple. They don't challenge us. We can grasp the meaning behind it. It's too hard to have to dig our way through if the greater truth is a little more complicated or a little more heady, or it makes you have to do a little bit more work. Okay, Um, and again, we just gravitate to stuff that we. we, A lot of times, you just don't want to. We just don't want to do the hard work. And and where we get caught in that a lot of times is that even if things might not quite be so true that we're hearing or that we're listening to or that we're watching, there's always going to be a thread in there that gets us, though. Mm. There's going to be that little hook that will be true. And so we're going to gravitate to that. And then all of a sudden, kind of our common sense goes, goes, takes a back seat and we gravitate to that one little thing that we know is true. And yet, when it gets framed in the bigger picture, the the, the total part of it is just, what, what are we thinking? I mean, how can how can that be? You know, um, and we we just deceive ourselves a lot of times when we do that. I mean, it's just it's natural. I'm just saying, heads up is what we're trying to say here, right? Um, and, and then, you know, I think our goal in this podcast, and even just in our life. Uh, And that's, why can't we just sort of make some of these greater truths even a little more simple? I think sometimes we get hung up on the headiness and the philosophical, you know, approach to a lot of things that just make your eyes just glaze over, you know, and you just can't, okay, it might be good and it might be true, but I just can't grid that in that way. You know, maybe just, you know, the Dr. Seuss kind of approach to the thing sometimes maybe makes the most amount of sense, you
1: know. That's my favorite approach.
0: <laughs> so, but just understand, again, just because it's complicated doesn't mean you don't want to do the work to try to understand the greater truth. And and we want to encourage everybody in that for sure. Okay. Um, then we can move to another one that's called tribe over maybe a better truth. And our tribe, you know, we it's so easy and we are all victims to this it, it, for good reasons as well as bad that you know we're a product of our family of our upbringing most first and foremost and and we adopt the thinking in general of our parents of course to start with and our immediate family and then it branches out from there to all kinds of other different tribal you know affiliations that we have, whether they're church or whether they're sports or whether it's school or whether it's work, but it's way easier to have a bias because the people that you hang around hold the same biases, right That's the key to that
1: right, and it what also makes it easier, and sometimes where your group ends up thinking for you is if you go against the group,
0: yeah, then.
1: You hear about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you had to swim against the current. Yeah, there's no doubt. It's way easier to just think like the tribe thinks, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, and believe me, I've been there enough times in my life to know what it's like to not think like the tribe does. And it's difficult. And that's why we say together is better because maybe those old togethers aren't necessarily good for you, but there's some new togethers that can make all the difference in the world, right? right? You know, so. So there you go with that. Then we're going to get, oh, man, here's one big one up in the field, that especially given the current situation in, in, in the United States right now, and that's the political party bias, that you have a red bias or you have a blue bias, right?
1: Mac, you didn't just say the P word, did you?
0: <laughs> Politics. Oh, no. <laughs> I think a lot of eyebrows
1: just raised up really high.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's so, it's so... It's so prevalent and so evident right now at how we as a society, as Americans, have just become so polarized in our political bias, right? It's Uh, part of life.
1: And whether it it doesn't matter if you want to be involved in it or not, it's going to be part of life. And if you want to have good relationships with other people, it's just having an understanding of, of this aspect of their life. Helps you to connect better with
0: them. Absolutely
1: doesn't mean you have to agree right. or disagree, either way.
0: Right? No, that's that's very true. And I, you know, I he- I'll hear people say something like this. Well, I don't really care about politics. You know, I just it, it's just all that out there and everything. I I, I just you know it, it's just way too much. I, I just don't care, and you know, I'm just going on about my business. And you know that there's a bias. You know, right there. There's a there's a a simplicity bias involved in that statement, right? That you may not be an individual who wants to get in the trenches and have all these political arguments, if you will, or even discussions, whatever you want to call them. But you can't ignore it. I think is what you said earlier, and it's a good point. You can't ignore it. And if you're going to try to understand other people better, and for us to get along better, then understanding somewhat of the political stance that the Opposite if you you know if you do take a stand one way or the other, why does the other side think the way they do? you know and we don't have enough of that going on right now just across the board, right and uh it, it's it's not good and we can all admit that it's not good. I think everybody I talked to is they got a big ug over the division. And how, how, how divided our country really is, you know, and, and I don't think anybody's embracing that, at least not that I talk to, then it's liking it, you know, they just don't know what to do about it necessarily, right? Uh, but we have that bias and, and it's difficult for us to break out of that bias. Again, when we continue to surround ourselves with the tribe, that's, that's the same color, if you will, that, that we are, they're going to reaffirm everything that we think, right, and aren't going to challenge, you know, it. it's just going to, it, it just gets deeper. You know. Uh, and again, it's just we're not trying to vie for one political party or another here. We're just trying to say, beware. You have it and it's there. And it, it impedes relationships in a lot. And we're finding that more and more and more now, you know. Um All right, so that's political party. Then we've got what's called consciousness maturity bias. And it's just our it's just a bias that says that we, you know. We only have a certain ability in our in our consciousness maturity. And I don't want this to get real philosophical here, but to keep it real simple, you know, there's just basically four levels, if you will, of our consciousness. And, and you know, and these are not you know, this isn't rocket science here, you know. Either we start out at the very base where we're the victim. Everything's happening to us. You know, we're always under the circumstances. And so then consequently, our bias gets formed by I'm the victim. So everything that happens to me is happening to me, and I don't have any control over it. And certainly there's certain situations where you don't have control over certain things. That's understandable. But, you know, when we live in this victim fear place, our biases get framed by it. That's the point, right? Okay. And so the next one
1: is because of me, life happens by me. I have um, control over everything that happens and how it happens. That's typically a highly driven person, but there's there's an uh, an echo of of fear in there, mm-hmm. and and even ego. Fear is what might happen to me again, <laughs> falling back down on the pyramid mm-hmm. if I don't take control. Right. So
0: that's right.
1: That's the next level up as we're moving towards a higher. State of consciousness, and again,
0: maybe we 'll do a podcast sometime about how do we move through these we'll do an episode one time on how do we move through these levels because because there is some work to do, and there is some benefit to to raising our levels of consciousness all the way across the board right um, and the third level is going to be things happen through me, so i 'm just kind of a vessel that 's kind of moving to a higher plane, if you will. Uh, maybe a higher power, if you want to bring that into the equation. Now that 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 I'm being, you know, I'm a transmitter uh, for goodness, if you want to call it that, or love, or or whatever. Um, and then the highest level, of course, is that you just aren't even thinking about it anymore. You just are that way. Okay, and, and there's lots of words for that too. There, you know, nirvana or. You know, uh, very high levels of consciousness, or some other kinds of things, but and we don't want to get into a big philosophical discussion here, but just to understand that our biases are framed by how well we've been able to mature on these different levels of our consciousness, and so we get framed by them. They just it's cause and effect, okay. Um, you That's did. a
1: lot of biases we've gone through. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
0: we got a couple more. Let's see, we got a few more minutes. So let's, we'll try to wrap this up without making this too long. But I think these last couple um, that, that we, we've got on our list are, are really, you know, they're really poignant. And again, they, they're they very much up in the field right now. They're, they're just part of our life. Every time you turn on the TV or you look at the internet. So the next one would be conspiracy bias. And again, you know, conspiracy theories, again, have... Roots and threads of truth in them, and that's why we gravitate to them. And then when they tend to affirm and confirm where our biases are, then it fuels and it stokes that. Uh, and and again, it, we're not going to try to debate whether it's certain things out there right now are conspiracies or not. It's just they're out there, and to deny that there are even conspiracy theories out there, I think, is, is something that probably come to grips with, okay? Uh, But it's not a fear-based thing. It's just a thing that just says, check yourself. When you just get too far down the path in any one way, just maybe there's the chance that we're just a little bit out of balance with something and try to put it in this little proper perspective, that's all.
1: Well, Mac, we're we're especially vulnerable to stories that cast us as the victim. Mm Mm-hmm. Which could lead you down this conspiracy road.
0: Absolutely. It it just feeds upon itself is what it does. That just confirms the fact that that, those people and that's why my life is the way it is because there's this conspiracy against me and I can't do anything about it. I mean, we're helpless, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, And again, I I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of all that, but just to say, be aware of it. It's part of life and don't let it get control. Over us that's the key all right then the last one we want to talk about uh, to end kind of end this episode and that's something that I've told I've told my son ever since he was six years old I'm in the financial industry is what I do for a living and and here it is it's all about the Benjamins right so bottom line you know when you're trying to ever figure out what motivates somebody or why something's happening or what's going on, pretty much at the root of it and I hate to be sort of you know cynical about this. But in the most part, it's driven by the Benjamins. It's driven by the financial ramifications of whatever decision is being made. And we're no different. None of us are. All right. So, you know, whenever a a new idea comes to us, if in any way it threatens or affects our ability to make money, then our first response is going to be to push it away. You know, that it's not good, that we can't go there because that's going to impact my Benjamins. Okay?
1: Right, yeah.
0: Um, and it is short-term thinking most of the time that we can't see past the immediacy to the greater picture. Um, but that's, again, that's who we are. But again, that's how we get manipulated as well. That if, if whatever somebody's trying to, to, to get us to agree with, if they can hit us in our pocketbook, you know, we're, we're going to be much more inclined to agree with whatever it is that they're talking about as opposed to not. Right. And there's the caution. Okay. So um so with that, yeah. Uh I think maybe before we wrap this thing up here though, man. So th- th- so there you have it. I'll give you the takeaway here in a second, maybe just to kind of summarize, but before before we do that, okay? Let's get Stu. Let's see if we can get Stu to give us his maestro margarita recipe.
1: <laughs> wow yeah man. i can't believe i'm going to give this up this is a special <laughs> it's
0: a family secret
1: right <laughs> so it's a it's a stew secret
0: mm-hmm. so
1: here's before I even provide the ingredients mm-hmm. so I know many people know how to make make a margarita right but what's special about the one that I make is all in how you make it
0: uh-huh.
1: and the intent in making it well oh, oh, wait 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 stop
0: right there. The intent behind it. Oh yes. There's the sprinkling the stardust right there. There's the intangible. It's beautiful.
1: I love it. And it's important. This comes from having an Italian mother who made amazing food (laughs) and always told me that every meal she made she was pouring love into it the whole time she was making it. Mm. So this is how you make this margarita. Okay. You take a glass that is chilled, cut up some lime rub the lime on the top part of the glass. This is very important to get the salt to stick. Have to have salt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you flip the glass upside down, put it in the salt. Now you have your your chilled salted glass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how do you get the ice cubes How do you get the ice cubes in there without getting rid of all the salt? You can't just stick it underneath your ice cube maker. Oh no, that you need a second glass for this. <laughs> you get the ice cubes in the second glass. <laughs> and then I use, because I'm Italian, my hands, and I <laughs> navigate the cubes from the glass into my glass with the salt.
0: Mm. Now I have
1: a full glass, salted glass. You
0: have a work of art so far I have a have. work of art okay. with yeah
1: ice cubes in it. Yeah. Uh, then Yeah. Then my shot my shot glass. And I pour Patron Silver, which is my
0: mm-hmm. tequila
1: of choice. Of choice. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay.
1: I just dump that one in. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's first. That's got to be on the bottom.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. How much?
1: One, one shot. shot.
0: Okay. One, an ounce? Okay. An ounce? Right. Okay. One shot.
1: We'll just call it one shot.
0: Everybody okay. has different size All shot right.
1: glasses. If you want a bigger <laughs> one, you can use a bigger shot yeah, glass. Yeah, one and
0: a half. Okay. Whatever. Okay. All
1: right. So then here's the trick I pour another shot, a healthy shot of Grand Marnier,
0: mm, which is an
1: amazing... Sauce. You could drink this on its own. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Now, here is the how that's very important besides all the other how we've been going through. You have your margarita mix, and you're in your left hand, this is very important. In your right hand, you have your shot of Grand Marnier. You start to pour into the glass your margarita mix. As it's filling up, you dump in the shot mm. of Grand Marnier. Mm. It mixes on its own, kind of the shaken not stirred uh, type of bond. mix. Yeah. Not yeah. this kind of margarita. You don't grab a straw and stir it around. Mm-hmm. You leave it as a, as it's been oh. poured,
0: just naturally And when it let gets it to the
1: top, yeah, you throw a, a piece of lime on on top of the glass, and a little it, piece of lime that you cut. Throw a straw in
0: it and enjoy. And enjoy. Oh, beautiful. There it is gang. Change like, your life.
1: Change your life margarita. We're going to put that the in Maestro that. Margarita.
0: There it is, man. And I but I can te- I can attest personally to it and it's awesome. All right. So, love to hear it if you if you try it and you love it, you need to let us know, okay? So there it is. The the Maestro Margarita, right? So just wrapping up. So it's been great. Thanks for the conversation today, Stu, without a doubt, man. And, oh, you know, great, I, I think just sort of the takeaway that we're going to give you, again, to summarize maybe the whole thing is just this, that just understand that our own biases will help us to understand other people's biases. And in that, we can learn to be more gracious in our dealing with others as well as be kinder to ourselves. You know, so it's got, it's win-win all the way around that, you know, if we're willing to address ourselves and our own biases, you know, we can grow. And I think it'll help us just do it a little bit better. And that's what we're all about anyway, right?
1: Better connections, yeah. better relationships with other people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exhale. I think we just can exhale over it all. So that's our wisdom for this week. We appreciate you listening. Um, next next episodes are, that are coming down the pike, we're going to talk a little bit more about some current events. Kind of dig in a little bit there and throw it out into the field, whether it's the COVID, you know, nineteen, or whether it's the election. But uh, we're going to call it out. We're going to stir it up a little bit. We just at the end of the day, though, we just want to apply wisdom to this scenario and see if that will help us to just do it a little better.
1: Well, this wouldn't be a 2020 podcast without discussion on a virus and an election. <laughs>
0: That's exactly right. So we're going to bring it. Hopefully you'll join us. So thanks for listening. Uh, it's the wise guys. Uh, Smack and Stu coming at you. Thanks again. Bye.